right, welcome to the very first Fields and Futures Huddle Up. We've got a very special guest today. It is 12-year NFL vet, former Texas Tech Red Raider, and leader of the Wes Welker Foundation, and current wide receiver coach of the Miami Dolphins, Wes Welker. How are you, sir? Pretty good, Sam. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm so excited to, to be able to talk to you today. It's been uh, a crazy football season. I know you've just been all over the place. Obviously, being an NFL coach, you're a very, very busy man, but it's just fitting that you were the very first uh, guest here for the Fields and Futures Huddle Up, as the West Welker Foundation has been absolutely instrumental in all the success that Fields and Future has had. I don't even know if you know this number, but you guys have invested almost $2.5 million in Fields and Futures, and it's had just an amazing impact on the Oklahoma City Public Schools District. No, it's uh, it's been pretty amazing. Um, you know, years and years ago when we started this thing, um, you know, probably about t- coming up on 20 years or so. Um, but it it has been such a cool thing of how small it kind of started and kind of where it's gone and and how far it's been taken. Um, but uh, Tim McLaughlin was was such a big part of that. Um, and it was such a cool deal because one of the things we, we always do in the foundation is we um, do like travel days to basically go to every place that we've invested in or um, given money to um, these programs and, and seeing everything and the difference that we made. And um, Tim came along on one of those rides. We get a bus and go around and everything. And um, <laughs> he was just blown away. By everything, I think once you go and you see everything, and you see um, a lot of these kids that you know just don't have the same opportunities or the same, um, you know, uh, people basically investing in their futures um, when it comes to sports or anything else. And and Tim saw the need of of the fields and and everything like that. Um, that you know, he feels like he felt like he could uh, really make an impact. And, uh, you know, he, he definitely has with uh, fields and, and futures and, and being able to partner up with him and, and um, everything that, you know, we've kind of been able to grow into uh, there in the Oklahoma city area has been uh, really unbelievable. And, um, you know, just happy to be a part of it and, and uh, happy to be able to, to get back in, in some way. Yeah, no, I'm I'm pretty obsessed with Fields of the Futures. I'm from Youngstown, Ohio, and my last couple of years, we had to actually pay to play. Uh, we ended up losing about 40 kids from my high school football team. As freshmen, we ended up winning our conference, but losing those 40 kids, you know, we ended up uh, being pretty middle of the road those last couple of years, and it really impacted the way that we were able to compete. When I look at Fields and Futures, and, you know, we talk about nonprofits and charities, and it's that time of the year when you talk about just a giving season, but this is one of those things where I get in my vehicle and I can drive down to Oklahoma City and visibly see the impact that Fields and Futures has had. And when you look at the statistics for these kids now that have been a part of this program, they're going to school, they're getting better grades, they're competing at a high level in the city, they're getting scholarship opportunities that they wouldn't have had in the past, and they're getting mentorship from great coaches who have support from Fields and Futures that's really changing their lives. You know, what motivation, Wes, I mean, you know this as a great athlete yourself, like that's everything. And from the time that you're a sixth grader or a fifth grader and a coach looks at you and invests time in you and lets you know that you can be what you want to be, just gets behind right. you, that's a life-changing moment for a kid. 
Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I think that's the way we've always kind of looked at it. Like we, we don't necessarily look at it as donating. Like we're, we're investing in these kids. We're investing in coaches. We're investing in people and uh, that do it the right way and are about the, the right stuff. And, and, um, and you really see the kids um, uh, coming together um, through that, um, through the investment, through the coaches, through the mentorships, through um, all the things that we try to provide the, the best we can. And, and um, but it, it has been, it, it's been a super cool thing to uh, go into these schools and, and see the impact that you're able to make. And I, I always go back to growing up or even being in the league or anything like that. Um, just the opportunities um, that a lot of these kids don't get that are such great athletes. It was just having that opportunity and people believing in them and all those different things and, and keep them on the straight and narrow. And, and uh, all those things are, are such a big part of that. And, and I think the investment that um, we make in, in the coaches and, and the kids and everything else um, is done the right way. And I think that's why we've seen so many um, uh, kids be able to uh, take advantage of all these opportunities. I tell people all the time that we've never seen the best basketball player. We've never seen the best football player because there's a story of some kid somewhere that just didn't have the opportunity to really truly shine. Right. I think fields and futures, yep. the Welker foundation, you are changing the path. And I, for one, am so thankful that you became a part of this. And, I, and I've got to ask, we know the Fields and Futures origin story, but how did the West Welker Foundation come, around, come apart? Well, at the time, both my brother uh, and sister-in-law were both teachers. Um, you know, my sister-in-law was, oh, shoot, I forget the name of the school. Uh, it's right there by Heritage Hall. But um, a lot of free lunches for the kids, all, you know, it was just bad em environments for them. And, and when you get to see all those things firsthand, it kind of just tugs at you a little bit like, okay, what can I do here? You know, how can I help or um, use my influence, um, you know, to, to try and help out in any way I can. And, um, you know, a small idea or whatever just kind of grew into something. And, and um, you know, we've been going almost 20 years strong now and, and, um, and you know, doing it better than ever. Now, look, we, we've got to get into a little ball as I've got you here for just a few minutes, you and I actually played against each other uh, in the early 2000s while you were at Texas yep. Tech and I was at Oklahoma State. Uh, right. We were part of a couple of ESPN Instant Classics together. You were um, one of my most vivid memories of of the game was watching you just do incredible things. You know, 10, 11 catches, over 100 yards, a couple of touchdowns. You were unstoppable at the time, but when the conversation really starts with coach Leach and obviously he's passed away. I know you you're devastated. I am one that is devastated. Also, he changed the way that we prepared, like preparing for Texas tech was exhausting, right? right. It was exhausting on our scout team. It was exhausting on our defensive, you know, scout leaders. Like they had no idea how to recreate the, essentially the chaos that you right. guys created on the field. And let me tell you something, you know, darn well, it was cheating. When I go to Lubbock and the crown on your field is like this, it was like I could look across the sidelines and see nothing but your freaking belly buttons up. And I'm like, these dudes, yeah. every one of you was running downhill every single snap. It was absolutely an advantage for you guys. No, no, no question. Uh, no, always had so many great memories at Texas Tech. And, and obviously, you know, Coach Leach's first year was my first year. 
Um, you know, he was very innovative and in, in, uh, starting such a new trend in college football, the spread offense and going fast. And, you know, not, not too many offenses were really doing that back then. And, and basically having four wide receivers on the field um, and, and really kind of a run and shoot type of deal. Um, and, and it was, it was super cool to, to be a part of, cause there's a lot of other schools that we've gone to where it'd been two receivers tied in full back running back and the opportunities for me of being in a slot receiver <laughs> it wouldn't have been there, um, had I been in a different system. So it was just right, right timing for myself and, and being a part of coach Leach's, uh, offense and the innovation that he was bringing along and, and, um, you know, it, it kind of, you know, it's one of those deals where God kind of picked the school for me. I didn't, you know, it's my only uh, scholarship. So um, just very blessed with the situation that I was uh, kind of pushed into and and uh, glad I was. You know, as you left Texas Tech, all eyes of us in the Big 12 were like, you know, what is this kid going to do? What's mm-hmm. next for him in the NFL? Is he big enough? Is he fast enough? You know, what's his game going to turn into? And 12 years later, and in my opinion, I think you're a Hall of Famer. I think that's going to happen one day. You had one of the most incredible careers. What were some of the highlight moments for you? Oh, man. You know, I mean, I look back, there's so many highlights. um, But really, I look back at just the journey of it all and where it started, uh, where it went, uh, the relationships along the way, and um, the mentors that I had or – it just so many things that I've learned along the journey of, you know, getting being heartbroken by a game or by getting cut or um, somebody tell me I can't do something and proving them wrong or, you know, uh, this person not believing in me, but me believing myself or whatever it was or this person did believe in me or, you know, however it kind of happened. But um, I just look back at really the journey and the relationships that I've made and and. Um, you know, all the cool games I got to be a part of and, and all those different things were, were, you know, so cool for me and, and so instrument instrumental in, in my life and shaping me and, and, uh, all the hard times you go to through the good times you go through the ups and downs. Um, you know, I think it's, it's, uh, it's made me tougher. It's made me more resilient. Um, even now in coaching, it's the same deal you're being told you can't do something or whatever it is uh what's your motivating factors of you know trying to help these kids be the be the best that they can possibly be on a day in day out basis and um you know it's challenging and it's hard but that's what that's the journey and that's what makes it fun to me all right i've got to ask favorite coach you ever played for man um so many great ones i mean even you know, my high school coaches, Rod Warner and Andy Boger. Awesome. I mean, uh, unbelievable people, unbelievable coaches, um, learned so much from them. Um, obviously having Mike Leach, um, Art Bryles, um, you know, the way he was able to motivate and believe in you yet still be hard on you. Like it was, he, he, I learned a lot from him, um, as far as that goes, but, you know, I, I always looked at the coaches that, you know, um, brought out the best in me. And I feel like those coaches really did a nice job of bringing out the best in me, um, you know, and and 
being able to motivate and and um, and and push me in the the right direction. Um, but the, the you could tell they were there for the kids, and they were there for the right reasons, and they were there to help you along in your journey and your career um, along the way. So um, you know, getting to be a part of you know coaches like that that was more my style and and you know um the the way i i enjoy playing the game because it's supposed to be fun at the end all right favorite quarterback you ever caught a pass from oh geez (laughs) (laughs) these are tough (laughs) i've had some good ones but uh you know tom and i we we grew up in the same offense um there in new england um the amount of work and hours that we put into um, all of it was uh, it was it was really cool to be a part of because we were able to talk through every single route against every single coverage, and we both had a plan. And you know, here's my plan. Here's what I'm going to do. This is where I'm. You know, he's expecting me to be and talking through every single thing that could possibly come up, and having a plan for it. And um, it was uh, it was really cool to be able to play with a player who kind of understood all that and and uh, me being able to understand it as well and and us having a plan together to go out there and execute the way we need to execute. When you saw Tom Brady leave the Patriots and head south to Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. did you at any in any way think that he could accomplish and win a Super Bowl? as quickly as he did down there? Like, were you, were you surprised by that or no, you just knew that that's who he was. Wow. Not at all. Not at all. No, that's, that's who he is. Like he's, he's going to make sure everybody's staying accountable within the offense. Um, you know, and and really at the end of the day, like after being in the coaching world and everything, it's, it's all about players, you know, and it's, it's us, you know, trying to put them in the, right positions and talking through things and all those things. But at the end of the day, it's them out there um, competing and playing with each other and, and um, you know, making sure that they're on the same page and talking through things. And we're just there to kind of help them along the way and, and, and trying to uh, put them in the best position possible to succeed. I love that you're still a part of the game. I love that you are coaching in the NFL right now, wide receiver coach there at Miami. You uh, coach one of the league's biggest superstars in Tyreek Hill. What's that transition been like for you from a player to a coach? And what's it like coaching the cheetah? That dude is unstoppable, it seems like. No, it's it, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, it's, it's very different. Um, you know, being on this side, I, I feel like, I've changed in ways of understanding, understanding my room, understanding the people I have in it, understanding the personalities and, and, um, and from there being able to kind of navigate, you know, how do I get these guys to play to their top tier, um, ability possible or whatever it is. Um, and, and, you know, back in San Fran, I had some younger guys that, had to be really hard on and hey this way we got come on hey come on let's do this and um you know with the guys that i have now they're just they're so talented and so good it's just all right we know what to do we know the uh um all the different looks and everything all right now let's go play our game let's let's stay on top of our assignments let's see you know it's just it's a different type of deal um and having veterans in there 
um, and, and all that. And, and really at the end of the day, how, how do you, how do you help them play the best that they can possibly play on Sundays? And, and, um, that's been a, it's been a cool part to just kind of navigate and, and feeling all those things through and, and, um, and just trying to put the best product out there possible. Now you guys have got the hard knocks in season stuff going on right now. What's that like? Just having the cameras around. Um, you know what? It hasn't been as bad as I thought, you know, um, they, they kind of stay behind the scenes and everything and yeah, guys are mic'd up and all that stuff. But, um, you know, I don't feel like it's been all too big of a distraction or anything and, and, uh, hopefully it stays that way. But, um, yeah, we've just kind of been going about our business the same way, but, um, you know, definitely have to watch what you say a, l- a little bit more than uh, than usual, even though they say they're not going to air anything bad. But who knows? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Never trust the media. <laughs> very cool. Well, Coach, thank you so much for your time today. You are the very first guest in the Fields and Futures Huddle Up. Uh, one more. If you got a message out there for the kids involved in Fields and Futures, and, and we can get on out of here. Yeah, I, I, I think, you know, go participate, man. Go uh, get involved, you know, um, see if you like sports, see if it, you know, try and create some discipline for yourself of, all right, yeah, I want to try and do something great with this or this or whatever it is, whether it's in school or, um, you know, on the sports field or whatever, but um, try to get in a routine, try to be disciplined, getting up early, you know, doing the things that are necessary for you to succeed in this world. And, and I think that's the the main message we we try to push across, and and having those mentors to to help us along the way. That's Wes Welker. I'm Sam Mays. This is the Fields of the Futures Huddle Up. Wes, thank you so much for your time. I truly believe that you were one of the greatest to ever do it. I think you changed the way that inside receiver position was played in the NFL, and I can't wait to see what's next for you. Thank you so much, sir. Sam, I really appreciate you, man. Thank you.